Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's some giggles there. <laughs> um, a little peek behind the curtain. I wasn't paying attention to the countdown, and uh, we were talking, and then I went, oh, five seconds, here we go. So, Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome back. Uh, good evening. Welcome back to Story Reckless. Uh, some brief intros. I'm Nathan. I am the DM for this adventure. I use he, him pronouns. And uh, our players, if you want to introduce yourselves. Claire? I'm Claire. My pronouns are they, them. I am playing Kidam. And my name is Olive. My pronouns are they, her. Uh, I'm playing Lovelace, a centaur barbarian, and I have a minor concussion probably tonight. So that's that's my headspace. I was fighting with big bone swords <laughs> and ended up with a concussion and a second degree burn. On your little feetsies? On my feet. Concrete's yeah. hot folks yeah don't stand on concrete yeah when it's really hot <laughs> i think that happened to me once at a river standing on big granite boulders in the summertime and yeah yeah it's no fun um it's yeah yeah <laughs> it was pretty funny seeing you hop around what was that yesterday <laughs> did we talk yesterday i don't know yeah. you were hopping around yeah. on one foot it's I, like the laptop like bopping yeah i mean it was, it was sad but it was humorous <laughs> Um, all right, well, anyways, uh, enough of the, the chit-chat. Um, I suppose we can go back to the story um, of our characters and not our, our burnt feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. There's something in the air right now. Just a little, a little giggly. Um, okay. <sighs> Here we go. It's uh, serious stuff. Um, so, welcome back to... Candlekeep. Last time, uh, Kadam and Lovelace, uh, they escaped this uh, mansion that they were trapped in, and afterwards had to go through a trial with the avowed of Candlekeep, because someone had died. Unfortunately, at the end of that trial, um, due to some... Well, to Lovelace standing strong on wanting to keep her boundaries, wanting to keep her privacy, uh, Lovelace was uh, deemed expelled from Candlekeep. However, uh, there was a compromise made with some negotiations, and you do have the rest of the day here, uh, and you'll have to leave tomorrow morning. You went to do some research on what could possibly be causing these murders back in your home. You found the information. It's most likely a slithering tracker. Started to read the information on how to destroy these things when suddenly, what do you know? The book transformed into some sort of ectoplasmic creature uh, that was trying to kill you as you heard whispers in your head of feed me. And uh, yeah, Lovelace managed to destroy it while hopping up on a table. Uh, the Avowed were rather mortified by this incident, and you found out that this was the third one this month. Um, and that two other Seekers who have arrived within the past couple ten days uh, also brought books that turned into these creatures. Through some investigation, it seems that these books are originating from Baldur's Gate. And you also uncovered... Well, some unfair treatment of Seekers within Candlekeep itself. 
two of the seekers that arrived, one of which was a somewhat well-known scholar uh, by the name of Yolarian High Scroll, while the other was a tiefling, uh, my goodness, bounty hunter. Uh, her name was Valor, and she, instead of being apologized to, was made to do chores for the avowed to make up for bringing in a dangerous book into their walls. Uh, you managed to talk to the gate warden and hopefully reduce Valor's sentence so that Valor can leave the following day. And you befriended Valor, this tiefling barbarian, and you all retired in the evening to the bath and steam house within the walls of the Court of Error to finally get some relaxation. We uh, ended last session as you were stepping within the bathhouse. You could see the uh, archway to the door adorned with these uh, flowers, these um, bundles of flowers that are now sprinkled all throughout the Court of Air, uh, alluding to the Festival of Green Grass the, the next day. And as you stepped in and got yourselves comfortable and got down into one of these large stone steaming bath pools, all three of you, Lovelace, you looked at Valor, slapped your arm down on the tile, and challenged her to a arm wrestling match. Uh, and Valor gleefully accepted. So, as we pick up this session, Lovelace, your arm, and you feel that slap as uh, Valor's hand connects. I also just want to get like a better sense. So this is, uh, where are we? Like, are they, like, hot tub pool things? Is it a sauna? Uh, so, I'm imagining this as... Let's see. I'm going to look at the building. Um, so, I'm imagining this as, like, there's one big central chamber with probably four or five of these kind of bowl-shaped pools with just steam rising out of them. Um, and they seem to be able to heat the water somehow. And you can see other seekers and other, basically, hot tubs. Um, but you managed to find one for the three of you that you can sink down into. And then on either side of this rectangular-shaped room, you can see there are doorways, and you can see some people coming out with steam billowing out. Um, so there are saunas off to the sides. And uh, I think, for good measure, there is one final room at the back um, where they have a cold pool for people that want to uh, partake in that. But it is... See, you know, there, there's a, a wall separating that room from the hot tub room. So you're in one of these five pools. I don't know, maybe one in the corner. And what are folks wearing? Nothing. It's a bad house. Nightdress? <laughs> nightdress, yeah. Pajamas. Yeah. Maybe like wrapped with a towel. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, actually, Kadam and Lovelace, like, what? I mean, Lovelace, you don't, I guess you don't really wear. Pants, right? <laughs> like you just wear a top, right? If a centaur were wear pants, would it be like this? Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. Like horse would there, yeah, would there be would there be pants on the back and a little like shirt thing on the front, and then another shirt on? The <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I don't know. What what are you wearing? Um, I imagine Valor probably came in, went into wherever the changing rooms are, and came out just with the towel, and then just took it off naked sinked down into this pool. Cool. I can hang with that. Okay. Um, yeah, so I think when, like, 
Lovelace gets into the pool, there's probably like significant overflow. Um, just the <laughs> amount of water getting displaced. <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah, and she's like, okay, Valor, let's do this. Uh, All right. And just like this look of like determination comes in Lovelace's eyes, and I would like to rage. <laughs> uh, okay, go for it. Uh, you can absolutely rage as you're staring at Valor with this determination. I don't have a token for Valor, everyone, so I'm just having to use what her stat block is. So it's this weird dude in armor. Um, let me see what does she get. Okay. Uh, all right. So yeah, go for it. Roll your athletics check with advantage. With advantage. Yeah. Okay, let's do this. Oh, boy. Kapow! 19! Over here, 19. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay, I am, I think, sitting on the opposite side of the bowl from the two of them, so I have a good view. And just kind of staying out of the way. Yeah. Uh, No problem. Um, So as you're sitting there, if Valor had advantage, she would have got a natural 20. But she didn't have advantage, (laughs) so she got a 5. Uh, so, <laughs> you, uh, grabbing her, uh, her arm, I mean, she is definitely strong, um, but you tap into your rage, and just, with that determination, you watch as she, for a moment, grits her teeth, as there's, there's just a moment where you're both kind of equal, and then almost immediately you just slam her arm down boom with a wet slap onto the tile and she ah. <laughs> that was good i like it hey, one more i think i can get you this time i doubt it i got more horsepower than you do hey, hey i uh, you know i was uh, waiting to see if it was okay to make such jokes but uh, hey if you make them yourself well so you don't want to do another one. All right. No, no, let's do it. I'll beat you every time. Are you sure? Okay, one more Absolutely. time. One more. Let's do it. I, I tell you what. Um, I'm in I'm in the zone. All right, all right. Let's do this. I can only do this three times a day. Two <laughs> times a day. <laughs> I know. You're, you're like, I gotta do it now. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Valor. Yeah, no, there's just no way. Uh, so again, Not natural one got removed. Yeah, very uh. lucky. So again, boom, slam down, um, and yeah, she just. All right, you definitely got a bit more oomph behind you than I do. It's it's <sighs> leverage, you know. Like I'm just, I got like good center of gravity. Well, you know, maybe uh, I maybe I can best you at something else. Uh, perhaps some light sparring yeah. later, uh, if you're uh, interested. You know I am. Excellent. So, uh, here we are in this nice bathhouse. Oh, I just, I haven't been in here in uh, quite a few days. Just been trying to get these damn chores done so I can leave. But it, uh, thank you for speaking with the gate warden. I appreciate that. Hopefully I can leave here sooner rather than later. Absolutely. What kind of chores have they been having you do? You looked like you were reshingling that roof. 
Well, that has taken up most of my time, but just other things, you know, washing floors, things like nothing too bad. But uh, the roof was the big one that needed to get done, so that's what they had me doing. All right. <sighs> so, uh, you're headed back to Baldur's Gate, is that right? I hear that's where you're from? Yeah. Uh, we're heading back tomorrow morning. Uh, we sort of got kicked out ourselves, so. <laughs> really? And what you do? Yep. Uh, kill someone or something? <laughs> no, but uh, there was a dead body involved. Oh, all right. But you did not kill the body. Uh, no, actually, the one body that I did kill disappeared. It was a little odd. Result. I didn't tell them about that, did I? Well, irony. Do you know what got to it? That's fair. Do you happen to know anything about fiends? Uh, I I don't know that much, and this one just kind of melted into a puddle of goo and then vanished after I, I killed it. I know a little. But, you know, just because I'm tiefling doesn't mean I know everything. I sure. Mean, I asked, I've uh, asked a couple of people this and no one seems to know, but that's, that's all right. I just know that uh, if you come up against one, it's probably better to run unless you have some sort of magic behind you uh, or a magical weapon, perhaps. I think that silver might do the job as well. All but right. Other than that, uh, I know there are two types of fiends. There's the, uh, the more chaotic demons and those that are more, well, <laughs> closer to where my heritage comes from, the uh, devils. But All right. I don't know too much. I, uh, I grew up speaking a little. Is uh, you know my uh, my mother? She would speak it quite often. Speaking a, a little. Oh, yeah, um, infernal. Yeah, the uh, oh. language of the nine hills. Uh, yeah, you hear that occasionally around Baldur's Gate. <laughs> yes, you hear lots of things around Baldur's Gate. That's I, true. Uh, only been there a few times, passed through recently, you know, to get that last book, but it's a interesting town. What about you, Lovelace? You from Baldur's Gate? Did you grow up there? Not originally. We moved there about uh, 10 years ago. Um, me and my family became as refugees. I've been working there since. Ah. <sighs> So you, uh, you're, you're living outside the walls then? Oh yeah, of course. I noticed uh, lots of other encampments around the walls. Seems that folk, uh, if you're not born there it seems, then it's unlikely you live on the other side of the walls. Yeah, you got no chance. Except as workers, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
And even then you have to pay to work to pass through those damn gates. Yes, well, have you traveled much? Because it's pretty common around lots of cities to uh, oh, no. have to pay to get in. I've never been. Baldur's Gate's maybe the only city I've ever been in. Traveled around the area a bit, though. Well, uh, as uh, shit as Cormier is, there are some nice cities out there. Also, uh, if you ever get the chance to head out east to uh, Elturel, now that that is a city to to behold. Uh, you heard much about it? It's your neighboring your neighboring city. I heard there's lots of tension between you and and uh, Elturel and Baldur's Gate. No. Maybe not. Well, politically speaking, to us. Yeah, Most of I have that no other city. Hmm? Oh, I have no particular problem with El Torel. I know it's a holy site, but that's uh, it's hard to tell what's propaganda and what's fact. You know. <laughs> it's very true. Uh, it took me quite some time to to learn that. <laughs> from myself. Well, uh, if you ever make it out to Elturel without issue from your uh, your home, I'd uh, recommend seeing it. There's this... They call it the Companion. It is this great uh, sphere, like a big globe that hovers above the city and it produces this... Uh, Almost like a, a second sun produces bright light over the entire city. It's, uh. Well, you got to have some heavy curtains for sleeping. <laughs> I was gonna say, does it. It glows during the night, too? Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, you know, if you don't have uh, the coin to afford the nicer inns, then uh, your sleep is not gonna be so great. They got curtains, but they're shit. <clears throat> what about you? Where are you headed next? Well, back to Elturel, actually. So I will be passing through Baldur's Gate, but I, uh, I'm in a bit of a hurry, so I'm probably going to be... Uh, Kadam, do you have a horse? No, I don't. Yeah, well, I would say we do travel you? together, but I'm in a bit of a rush. You're on horseback yourself? Indeed. Ah. Well, I mean, you're welcome to travel with us. I, I, certainly, I would enjoy that. But, uh... I don't know if I can jog for eight hours a day. <laughs> that would be quite impressive. <sighs> I don't do this for many people, Kidam. Um... But I could carry you. Is that the thing? Well, thank you. Um, is that something you'd be comfortable with? I'll, uh, we do want to get back as quickly as possible, of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. 
Uh, alright, Lovelace. I'll take you up on that. Nathan, game ability-wise, can I do that? <laughs> um, man, I don't, I mean, you are smaller for a centaur, so it would be like... Medium size, I can carry, like, yeah, something like, as if I was a size larger. Oh, you have the, yeah, you have the, that, that, um... Yeah, I forget what they call that, but yeah. So my carrying capacity is... Uh, More than me. Carrying capacity is 510 pounds. That's more than me. Yeah, sure. Then yeah, you can... <laughs> you can you can ride with Kadam on your back. Um, I'm just deciding whether... It makes sense to have you do like a check at the end of each day. That makes total sense. I okay. think. I think I'm not okay used to people. So yeah. even if like the weight's okay, the like shifting around and balance it, is probably totally off. Yeah, yeah. So so I the have... the the check would be a constitution check is how it usually works for exhaustion. So what were you gonna say, Kadam? Oh, I have no experience riding horses. Then yes, you're definitely gonna be making a check because Kadam's probably gonna be really awkward uh, riding on you. <laughs> um, great. Okay. Yeah, no problem. I can do that. Great. I wouldn't mind the company, but uh, like I said, I am in a bit of a hurry. So, um, but it's always good to travel with companions. Yeah, I've done it loads of times. Well, uh, perhaps we get more drinks after this to celebrate, and uh, we will head off. Well, uh, I need to find out if I can leave, actually, tomorrow or not. I still have three or two days left. Uh, what was it? Three days? Um, Velma three. Right. <sighs> oh, is Velma around? Is she still uh, with <laughs> Velma is very, like, awkwardly standing by the front doors, just an eye on you um but sh- you can see she looks very uncomfortable because she's still just wearing her robes in this hot steamy bathhouse yeah um and yeah inquiry just looks there's high inquiry oh my god i can't <laughs> believe i did it i'm so sorry <laughs> uh yeah so, there's there's inquiry. another there's another yeah. tiefling there's a, another tiefling in a game a home game i run and it's just You've done that for both irony and now valor. I know. Yeah. <laughs> they're not like inquiry at all. It just uh, okay. It's terrible. Okay. Um, valor looks over her shoulder towards Velma. <laughs> all right. Well, hopefully my sentence gets reduced and we can leave in the morning. Otherwise, go on without me. I'll catch up. Um. All right. Cool. So, would you like to do anything else at the bathhouse? Ask Valor anything else? Talk with anyone else? Anything? <laughs> I think Lovelace doesn't know how to er- interact with Valor. Uh-huh. And has exhausted the physical interaction, socially acceptable thing. Uh-huh. And so I think it's kind of like hanging out in the corner of a pool. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um... I mean, Valor will try to talk, you know, strike oh, yeah. up conversation. Make, like, make small talk, sure. Yeah, 
I mean, Valor definitely like asks you questions about your life. Um, what else? Like what you do, you know, what, what, what is it you do on a day-to-day -day basis? Um, so whatever you want to share with Valor, but yeah. Yeah. I probably tell Valor, oh God, would I talk about criminal background or the current like ambulance work? I don't know. Um, can I get like an insight check to see like yeah. Valor, like why? No. So Valor, what uh, what got you into bounty hunting specifically? You said you were a knight. There's lots of directions you could go. You could have been a mercenary. You could have been like a caravan guard. Why bounty hunting? <laughs> well, uh, it can pay well. It. Uh has some independence to it. Uh, unlike mercenary work, usually you end up in some sort of company. You have to go back to more of that soldier-like life. Rank and file, all that. I liked the independence of being a bounty hunter. And I can choose the work I want to do. Nobody's telling me what to do. I just go and I look for jobs. People approach me. I decide whether I want to do it or not. I liked the independence. Yeah, I also made a career shift a ways back where I was moving cargo around the city. Um, it's kind of a default job that us centaurs have like fallen into. But I don't know. I, I didn't like it. I wanted to like have more say over what I did. So like now I'm working as a kind of like an ambulance worker where I'm that's how a work coworkers actually gesturing at Kadam. Really? Uh, there's this do you, do you know about the cruise in Baldur's Gate? No, I I mean I've only passed through a few times. It's it's kind of like almost like guilds, but like real small, like just groups of folk in the same line of work uh, who look out for each other. Yeah, it's like a cross between like a guild and a gang. Um, and I'm currently, I don't know, hauling folk around and uh, protecting the healers crew. So by like, by ambulance, you mean you you carry people around? Is that, is that what I'm understanding? Yeah, I carry people. It's more like a, a mobile sort of clinic. Uh, there's like a whole cart and whatnot. We, we actually converted it from a... Uh, a corpse wagon. Oh. <laughs> hey, that's creative. Yeah. Hey, that's good. So you, you're helping those out that are uh, not so fortunate then. Kadam, you do this too? Uh, do you go around with a big wagon? I don't tend to go around with the wagon. Uh, sometimes the wagon comes to me, though. Uh, I'm frankly primarily a midwife. Uh, I do... <sighs> Emergency medicine work when it's needed, certainly. This is good. Very good. But we're both part of the healer's crew. Fascinating. What about uh, there are more crews then? Is this like uh, an official thing? What did, what, uh, what can no, you tell? No, nothing official. Oh, I see. We're Just more about bit. relationships and like what work needs to get done. Mm. I see. Yes, well, Baldur's Gate, my time there did seem like a very rough place. 
I can see why you were able to get your hands on the corpse wagon. I definitely saw my fair share of those. But uh, it's nice to hear that there's someone going around with one of these corpse wagons, not just for the corpses. We try and get there before they become corpses. It's good. It's good. Yeah. And uh, do you have any other questions for Valor? No. Nope. <laughs> um, yeah. This uh, evening goes on as you finish up your bath in this bathhouse. Uh, I just realized I had your stack block up just covering the map. Um, you're welcome to do the sauna and uh, cold dip as well. But nevertheless, you can stay as long as you want. And afterwards, feeling however you feel, hopefully refreshed. Uh, stepping back out into the cool night air. Um, still hearing that chanting of the avowed echoing through the court. Uh, Velma does pull Valor aside as you're stepping out. <sighs> Valor, um, you two just wait a moment, please. Uh, I've been informed by the gate warden, Master Brightwood, that your uh, time here has come to an end. You are welcome to leave in the morning if you wish. Still drinks on the house with them, though, right? Uh, yes. Um, that is entirely up to them, whether they wish to do that or not. But yes. Anyways, thank you. Okay, we can all head back now. Are you all going to bed now? Not just yet. Okay. How are you going to be in two different rooms, Velma? be in two different rooms? I'm sorry? Are we not supposed to have an escort at all times? Well, well, when you go to bed, it, it'll be fine. That is your private quarters. Is that what you mean? That's what I meant, yes. Yes. When you go to bed, it'll be fine. We'll have someone... We'll have someone outside your door in the hall, but they, nobody will be in the room with you. Uh, I will be... Switching out my shift with someone tonight. Once you yes, to uh, I <laughs> hope so. Me too. Oh, hi. Uh, all right. So, you, uh... I, I think I do want to spend the evening, I don't know if we need to do a scene with it, yeah. but uh, hang out with Little One a little bit. And I, I promised Little One to tell the story of, uh, kind of like our time in the mansion. Right. Okay. Yeah, so stepping into the warmth of the hearth, you can see the roaring fire in the center and Samantha busily at the counter. And there's far more seekers in here now. You can see that the bar is nearly full. Most of the tables are occupied. Uh, little one is in the corner right now, scarfing down probably four plates of food. Um, yeah, you can easily enough go in the corner. As you enter, though, Valor does... Um, grab you by the arm, Lovelace, and just says, I noticed you were not drinking earlier. Would you like some beverage? Non-alcoholic? Something alcoholic? What would you like? Something non-alcoholic, I think, but now's a good time while it's on the house. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Uh, what would you like? What you got? Any, you got anything that's fun, Samantha? 
Um, yes, lovely. Uh, let's see. We have a lovely... Let's see this time of year. We have a, a lovely uh, strawberry lemonade. <laughs> uh, it is just recently come into season. The strawberries are very, very fresh. Um, would you like that? Sounds fantastic. Wonderful. I can recommend that one. I had it earlier. Would you like another one, Kadam? Yes, please. Excellent. Uh, Valor? Yes, please just bring me some more uh, of your finest vodka, please. It is on the house tonight, so really, the, the best you have, please. Uh, excellent. I will uh, I will bring the drinks to all of you if you want to get yourself settled. Um, so yeah, if you want to go hang out with Little One, Lovelace, Kadam, do you want to go over to Little One? Um, no, actually, uh, DM, or DM question. Yeah. The mattresses in our room, how stuffed were they? Like, were they stuffed to the point that they aren't really bendable? Uh Or could, like, if I put forth, could I fold them or drape them? Hmm. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think, I don't think you would be able to like that they are well made and sturdy they're not like something you would find at some dingy inn in Baldur's gate where you could just flop it it's not like filled with hay or something these are like well-made mattresses okay what were you thinking (laughs) like why why this very specific question (laughs) well i sincerely doubt they have leaning couches for centaurs right and i was thinking of rigging one up for Lovelace. Aww. Uh, but, uh... I think I'm gonna go back to our room and drag one of the mattresses onto the floor mm-hmm. and kind of put it right up next to the other one mm-hmm. so that you've got mattress immediately against the, the bed frame. Mm-hmm. Um, and then probably shove both of our packs together right underneath uh, the bed mm-hmm. and maybe like kind of prop them up a little bit and if there's a spare sheet around I'll, I'll cover our packs with that okay um, and this is this is for Lovelace to be able to, to lay down on tonight that's right. I don't know if she'll use it, mm-hmm. but we'll see. <laughs> okay, so you uh, head off to the room. Uh, Velma will uh, pull aside in a vow that will follow you just to go wait by your door um, while Velma stays in the main room just off to the side. Uh, while Lovelace, you head over to Little One. Uh, little One sees you approaching, and you can see that he is currently ha- has gotten his hands... Uh, I guess he was eating dinner, but off to the side you can see that um, Gutweed is on the table with like a little ball of yarn, just kind of batting it around, rolling around on the table uh, while little one is eating. Looks up at you. Ah, lovely. <laughs> I've got Gutweed a little toy. Hope you don't mind. Yeah. Hey. Looks great. Are you How hungry? Are you? are you hungry? Uh, no. Um, baths always uh, diminish my appetite. Got. Got a drink coming. Excellent. Well, uh, would you like to 
to join us? I mean, it, it is your cat. You could take your cat now if you would like. <laughs> yeah, um, about that. We're going to be moving pretty quick tomorrow. Uh, I don't have a cat carrier. And it sounds like I'm going to be maybe carrying a Kidam on my back. Oh, okay. How would you like a cat, little one? <gasps> You're gonna give me gut weed? I mean... <gasps> uh, you did feel sure? good with him today. Oh, lovely. I, but... I mean, yes, I, I would love... I would, I would love a cat. Um, are you sure? I'd say that I could come back and visit, but... Sounds like that might not be on the table. Uh, this oh. might be my last time in Candlekeep. Well, oh, well, why would that be? I mean, just you just gotta bring another book in. It's no problem. Yeah. yeah, they didn't like the fact that like I didn't tell them everything. Like, oh, they like did this like big interrogation, and oh, they just yeah. they seem to think that they have like access to like every single part of your life, and if you say no to anything, they just kick you out. Oh, well, that's very unfortunate. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they can be a bit, um... Well, the, the those that run security, especially Gatewood and Brightwood, being a priest of Agma, uh, they, they value no secrets being held, and... Well, I'm terribly sorry to hear that. I didn't really like this place anyway. Oh. I mean, don't mean any disrespect for this home that you've chosen, but That's it just okay. seems very inflexible. These walls. They like, do just, have some rules. Yeah. Control who comes, who goes, who has access to what. Gotta yeah. pay your way to just like even exist here for a little while. You're not wrong. It's just hard for me to... I get caught up in being too critical because I just have... Everywhere else has rejected me and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome that you've, like, built a space for yourself here. Um, I, I, I really... Happy. I am. <laughs> uh, and there's a lot of wonderful people here, despite the strict rules. Oh, I'm so sorry, Lovelace, to hear that. Well, uh... Well, that means we got just tonight, then, for you to just tell tonight. me all yeah. the stories. And, Please. Yeah, I yeah love so I think me. Lovelace launches into just, like, telling the story of, like, the mansion, the fighting of the things, the, like, invisible, like, kind of, like, cat and mouse game that we did, uh, finding Gutweed and the other cats. Oh yeah, he is absolutely just locked in. Can I this. make a performance check or something? <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> absolutely. Okay. If you want to make a check, go for it. Plus zero. Yeah, let's so see. That's, that's a fifteen. Hey, yeah, it's it's a you do a very good job of telling this story. He is very um, enamored with everything that you're saying and asking follow up questions. Gets caught up in those tense moments. 
the moment with the mimic, you see him get really worried and he, 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 he keeps asking questions like, are you okay? Like, can I see your arm? Is it still scarred? Um, and I'm assuming you show him and I, I don't know, do we say, is there still some, cause you, you did get cure wounds cast on it. So it probably yeah. healed up pretty well. But probably the, like those wounds mm-hmm. are just like red or whatever. Yeah. Um, but like he does see the lightning, uh, scars. Yes. Coming up. Um, and, and the also missing on finger. your the, yeah the missing finger yeah. and then on your face as well right mm-hmm. um, does Kidong come out at any point here yeah uh, so I'm I, certainly not hanging around in the room I think like kind of like in this boisterous kind of like storytelling bar thing like um Lovelace will like pull up Kidong and be like ah oh, and this ah oh, this wonderful human or half elf. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, we, we get you. Nice uh, to say like, how you think came out of nowhere. Like, they grabbed this like this demon with their hands, and, like and just like and melted them, and like they fought these like just like crowd of books, like just came out of nowhere. Quite the fighter, quite the fighter. And Valor has definitely come up at this point and is listening in as mm-hmm. Kadam you walk up and Lovelace is saying this, and Valor looks at you. <laughs> No shit, Lovelace. You uh, got attacked by more books inside this mansion. I just... It's been a book bad place. <laughs> what is it with this place and all the books and things coming alive? And uh, you know, it actually it, it does happen more than you think. Uh, and then he, he quickly looks over at Velma. Um, I'm you know not for a while, but uh, <laughs> three times this month. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that there, there was... Well, yeah. Uh, it, yeah, you, Valor. I, I remember when you came in and you were telling people about it. Uh, and then there was that other guy. Um, anyways, he also got attacked. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, but even before that, you know, there's, there's all kinds of things that happen on the other side of that green gate over there. Uh, he looks at Velma. But, you know, we don't usually tell those stories because it's 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 stuff that happens with the avowed. Uh, never to the seekers, mind you. This is a rare right. event. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so that was a fascinating story, uh, Lovelace. So I just can't believe it. Uh, you found yourself inside a mansion that was just in that room. Oh, my. Oh. I'm gonna have to write this all down if that's okay. Yeah. I, I've been hoping one day to write a book of my own, um, but we'll see. I thought maybe my story might make a good one, you know, a small book. Yeah, you should do that. That sounds great. Thank you. I appreciate the support. <sighs> what if you wrote a collection of stories that seekers give you? You can write your own, and then whoever else comes in, you can have a a full book of just short stories. That's wonderful. Yeah. Well, thank you, Kadana. That's a great idea. (laughs) I I mean, I have all kinds of stories I've collected over the years. Uh, Wonderful. I wonder what I'll call it. Maybe like um, something with Candlekeep in the name or something. I don't know. Anyways, yeah, I'm sure I'll... Put your name in the title, like Little Stories. Little little Ones... Fables. Fables. Little Ones Fables. Hmm. 
Well, maybe some uh, some spirits from beyond will will come up with some names that I'll somehow come into my head through chat um, that I might <laughs> might know about. Uh, anyways, yeah. So you you have a nice nice evening with little one and Valor. Um, and yes, little uh, chat. If you want to, feel free to put in some titles for little, little tall tales. Little tall tales. Oh, that's cute. That one's really good. Um, so, anyways, uh, would you like to do anything else for the evening in here? I would like to play wing person for Lovelace. You would I'm like... too scared. Just I'm too scared. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um. What do Just, you do? I know. Yeah, what do you do? I know that, yeah, I know that she has some anxieties around the, the talking part of interacting with people. Uh-huh. So I just kind of keep conversation going, asking questions to Valor and Lovelace about each other so that they can at least get to know each other a little bit better. Okay. Um, um, go ahead and make uh, a persuasion check. I think is the best check here. I mean, I don't think it's deception. You're not trying to deceive. <laughs> no. Uh, that ain't great. Uh, 12. 12. Could, could I use the help action? Yes, you absolutely can. But I would like to know, just for flavor, what do you do to help? No. To help? Because you can't just, you know, you, are you going to Can I find someone? <laughs> uh, if you do, you know that you would just be kicked out, like, tonight. Like, you wouldn't even be able to sleep in the hmm. yeah like that is one of their the, 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 and when you first entered Candlekeep that was like one of the five rules so yeah, yeah. also don't hurt the books and I definitely stabbed a book <laughs> yes you did <laughs> it weren't a book yeah it was a King yeah. Watson uh, so I would say yes you can fight someone just know what the consequences may be if no. you decide to okay. um, or you could do something else uh I don't know. Yeah, what do you what do you what do you want to do? I, I don't think I can help. I think I think I hide. <laughs> oh. Should I roll with disadvantage? <laughs> no, just the straight roll is fine. Um twelve. I mean Valor Valor is interested and and is definitely happy to talk with you, Kadam, and hear the stories. But Valor does try to lead the conversation back to Lovelace and like engage oh, with Lovelace. And I, I think that. And I think because Lovelace is just not sure how to what to do, um, it never quite gets to the point where any moves are made on Valor's part. Um, Valor, Valor, you know, tries to, to have the conversation throughout the night, but it, it always ends up going back to Kadam and Valor having the majority of the conversation. So. Yeah. Sounds about right. So. <laughs> so. All right. <laughs> it, 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 but she's, 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 she's not disinterested. She's definitely interested. It's just, you know, not, the, the mood isn't right tonight. Hey, you, you're traveling with Valor for five days, so, uh, there's time. <laughs> I can't provide them with nearly as much privacy on the road, so. <laughs> No, you cannot. I mean, Lovelace, you, you, you do have one more chance if you want to come, come up with something that Lovelace would do as the evening is wrapping up. Um, I mean, Valor's definitely had 
quite a few drinks at this point. I think, okay, I think the moment comes up, like, people have started to die down, like, or, like, leave the room. There's some space. There's, like, a silence that descends over the table. Mm -hmm. Looks over, makes eye contact. Okay. like, well, time for me to go to bed. And I just turns and <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> just tr- trots away. Valor just like very stiffly. Valor just watches you leave, and then looks at you, Lovelace. Or sorry, looks at you, Kadam. <laughs> I guess uh, she's a little shy, huh? She's incredibly shy around people you know, that I either just... intimidate or press her, or impress her. Well, I mean, I know I'm impressive, but it's nice to hear it from you. Uh, well, it's been wonderful talking with you and Lovelace, uh, the moments we did get to talk tonight, but uh, I think it's time I retire. I've been really enjoying the drinks tonight. Um, but I see you in the morning nice and early, yeah? Nice and early? You... You gonna be all right for early? Yeah, I'll be fine. All right. Trust me, I've had a lot worse. I believe you. All right. Good night, Kadam, little one. Good night. All right. So. I will head back to our room. Uh, Lovelace, you find it set up as I described. Oh, Kadam. Yeah. Sweet of you. Wait, what are you going to sleep on? Well, the the mattress that's on the bed. Oh, I, I was thinking, it. well, I tend to sleep a little curled up anyway. So if you take the one on the floor and then you can lean on the the foot of the bed that's still on the ma- on the bed frame, that, that might work. Uh, the mattresses are stiffer than I wanted them to be. Yeah, well, it's very kind of you. Uh... Let's try it. I've slept in worse. Climb into bed. Okay. Climb onto bed. (laughs) Beds. All right. You settle down for the night and begin your long rest. There is... Long rest. I'm assuming neither of you take watch because you're inside of the uh, house of rest. So... Kadam, as you find yourself drifting off into sleep, you have dreams that you would expect of home, family, traveling, maybe some of the past events you've been experiencing. But at one point, there is this beautiful green light that just fills your vision. And you can see there is some sort of shape within it, a shadow, something caught in this light, like a silhouette of some figure. And this figure, it slowly expands outwards as you realize there are wings opening up. Not two wings, though. Four wings. Six wings. And as this figure is 
going getting closer to you, you see a humanoid form, the wings attached to these arms, almost um, covered in beautiful radiant feathers. So there are six arms on this humanoid form as these wings are extending out. And the head is what almost looks like a, a mask of a human face. It's not fully defined. It is very simple. Uh, probably close to a white in coloration. And coming off of the head are these beautiful ram's horns that spiral up off the head. This form gently floats there before you, the feet dangling below, which look to be humanoid themselves, uh, very relaxed. And as the light starts to diminish, the scene around you becomes more clear. And you realize that you're standing in the streets of Norchapel. Uh, it is muddy. You can start to hear the rabble of the day filling your ears. And then another sound cuts through as you hear something being hit hard. And you watch as the figure kind of drifts to the side, revealing someone, just a, a person in, in their work clothes, down in the mud as a flaming fist soldier is over them, just smacking them with a baton. What do you do? do is this the same person that I've... Well, that I keep seeing in my dreams where I'm, like, grabbing their foot? Is it a different one? Uh, same person as mm -hmm. uh, I encountered six months ago. Looking at the person, you see a half-orc. One that you recognize. A bear of a man. Large tusks and streaks of hair that are dyed red. And he is cowering on the ground as his flaming fist is beating him. And, uh... Let's see, what are they saying? Well, for now, you can just see that he is being beaten by this flaming fist. Mm -hmm. And yes, this, this floating six-winged figure drifts to the side. And then the head turns and looks towards you. Um, oh gosh, am I aware of this being a dream? Uh, make a, make an perception check, insight check, maybe? Uh-huh. I think insight, it's like more about okay. feeling the, you know, it's an insight on yourself. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, uh, dirty 20. Yes. You become aware that this is a dream, 
but it's not. It is. You become aware that that this like this is some kind of constructed space. Mm-hmm. But the figure that's staring at you right now, expectantly with the six wings, there's. You you realize that you cannot control that figure. Like if this was a dream, you would you would realize you could you know probably will it to do something. Right. You cannot. This figure is uh, there and present. I turn to the figure. Why are you showing me this? This has never happened. Is this a? Are you showing me a future? They just stare at you. Expectantly. Waiting. Um. I will push past this figure. Um. And call towards a flaming fist. Excuse me. Excuse me. Could I have your attention for a minute? The flaming fist looks up. A bit of spittle kind of comes off the lip as he has this snarl on his face. What do you want? I was wondering if I could have your assistance down the road a bit. Uh, there's a cart that's been overturned and someone's trapped underneath it. This filthy half-orc didn't pay his toll. I'm a bit preoccupied. Move on. If I pay his toll, will you come with me? Perhaps if you pay double. I will dig into my purse for a silver. Okay. Uh, make a... Uh, just make a wisdom check. Um, tw- 21. Oh, wow. Okay. There is a silver piece in there. I will, I will hand that over. Takes it from you. Looks at it. Please, sir. Take him underneath just a bit more. Just a bit. There there are people hurt. So what? People hurt here every day. And I got this problem here in front of me. One that needs solving. One second. Checking a new spell. Um, I'm gonna cast calm emotions on both him and the half orc. Okay. Just in case. Um, do they make a they make Heck. a save? Right. Uh, probably. Charisma save. Charisma save. Um, I'll cast it on myself too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm a humanoid within 60 feet. <laughs> I'll just do this guy. There we go. Wisdom save. Charisma. Oh, charisma. I'm sorry. Let me... Uh, okay, I'll... going to re-roll charisma. I rolled a natural 20. Oh, 
that's Some, higher than 14. Sometimes the dice, damn it. <laughs> damn it, dice. But that's what the dice say. So, yeah, this, this guard sees you do this and immediately, hey, you better cut that out and lifts the baton and starts to come towards you. I would like... I would like to do my best to avoid him, avoid the blows, but stay close enough that it looks like he could have a chance of catching me. I want to lure him off of this person. Okay. Uh, um, deception check, maybe? To, like, try to dodge out of the way i'm not as good as oh dear no, unless that's... unless you had a, another idea i i i could see I was... this you know to stay consistent let's make it another wisdom check because it's like you're trying to influence the dream space unless you mm -hmm. had another idea i was thinking dex but i mean any of these they wouldn't succeed yeah well what, what yeah what was it total uh, i wrote three okay yeah so so, so yeah this guard comes towards you, and uh, I'm just going to use this. Uh, don't, don't worry about recording the damage. It's an 11 to hit. I, I don't actually think that oh. hits your armor class. So, yeah, you're able to dodge out of the way. Um, but as this goes on, and this guard is just coming up to you and starts trying to beat you, you see his angry face, spittle coming out of his mouth as he's shouting at you, and you can see... Um, Inch behind him, look up, and like, like does a thankful nod to you, and starts to scramble out of the mud and run away. Um, and there's one last swing as the angry face screams at you, and then it kind of dissipates, and you find yourself standing in this beautiful starry void. And as you look over, you can see that figure, which now seems to have almost a very feminine body now as opposed to the one earlier which was a bit more a bit more masculine in its shape and the wings have grown larger and have uh the the coloration has become a brighter gold uh or We'll say green, because we, we had that green coloration earlier. So these, these beautiful green wings, and they've grown bigger. The body has become more feminine. And the, the kind of porcelain mask-like shape where the head is, as well, has become softer in its form. And the horns are now much smaller. Um, and this figure floats there before you. And then you wake up. Lovelace, <laughs> um, as you lie there in your dreams, you start to see flashes again of experiences and people that you've seen before and that have been occurring to you throughout many, uh, well, since the incident, really. Um, you see familiar faces, you see ones you haven't seen before, 
and there is a bit uh there's a slight different characterization to some of these where whereas before the images were more um representational like the colors matched what you would expect and they looked more like uh like memories they start to shift into this more bluish ethereal looking color um and you feel as you're watching these scenes of people in combat people crying people loving each other embracing those human forms or humanoid forms rather uh, as you see all different types of species they start to shift into this bluish ethereal hue and you can see this faint light blue light starting to course up from the ground through them and the ground itself uh, where there was grass or cobblestone or mud or jungle vines as well starts to turn into this almost sea of light uh, with flecks of light blue stars underneath the earth, and you can all see it coursing into all these humanoids. Looking down at your feet, you can see it starting to course up into your hooves. And you can see this almost network running throughout below you in the earth. Would you like to do anything in your dream? as you're seeing all these disparate scenes flashing by. I think... So, this is strange because I'm actually in my own body this time, as opposed to, like, being in... kind of, like, inhabiting the viewpoint of, like, other people this time. Yeah. Um, and, like, seeing that it's, like, more ethereal... I feel like... I'm just kind of, like, peeking behind the veil here. Mm -hmm. I mean, I gotta go down. I gotta follow where these streams are coming from, right? I gotta mm -hmm. chase okay. chase the rabbit. Okay. Um, Does it look like the pulses are coming up? Or, like, yeah. from below? Or mm -hmm. going from people down? No, it looks like they are coming up from the earth into the people. Okay, I think I approach somebody so like the closest figure that i see yeah and i i reach down mm -hmm. i like kneel down and like grab the tendril or the river i try to and then i like start to like pull myself down through the floor okay so we see you standing there as we pull out and you can see you're now standing in this speckled but almost similar to i guess what kadam saw this almost star field like uh space but you can see there are shapes of either plants or buildings and different humanoids sprinkled all throughout this massive space, and they're all pulsing with this light. And you can see those tendrils going down into some hard-to-define floor space. And you go up to one of these figures, seeing it like a vein coursing up into them, and you reach down. Go ahead and I want you to make... Uh, a wisdom check to try to see if you can see what happens. Will will what you want to happen. An eight. That's an eight. 
you reach down towards the earth and your hand suddenly makes contact with grass and it does not push through. And you watch as that strange starscape below you rapidly solidifies and you look up and you just watch as the world around you just solidifies. No, 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 no. I was so close. What is this? What's connecting us? What's the what's the through line? This makes no sense. And you find yourself standing there shouting in this field filled with rusty swords, armor. You can see some bits of bone even poking up through the grass as you're shouting up into the sky. And you wake up. And when you wake up, above you, in the ceiling, you watch as these massive, spectral-looking jaws of what looks like a dragon. This thing is probably a good five feet in in width you know, where the jaw is, as it starts to descend from the ceiling down towards you, and you see a pair of luminous eyes look at you, and there's this floating spectral dragon head above you. Um, Kadam, I think at this point you've probably... Well, let's see. Are you still awake, or did you fall back asleep? What do you think, Kadam? Would Is that you a question been, for me? Okay. Would you have been laying? Would you have tried to go back to sleep, or do you think you would have been laying there, awake, like pondering um, what just happened to you? I would have gone for a walk. Okay, so Lovelace is alone in the room as this happens. This spectral dragon head comes down through the ceiling towards you, and you hear this almost soothing voice this this hum whoa 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 and i think i'm like scrambling for like a spear mm-hmm. or like a pointy stick mm-hmm. uh i'll break some furniture if i have to as you're scrambling away you watch the eyes follow you these wisps of it, it looks like this kind of blue ethereal light, just just almost like smoke billowing off of the jaw, the bottom of the jaw and at the back of the head. And this dragon head has you know barbels on it, like you would see on like a catfish, right? These these kind of long whisker like like pieces coming off the snout, and little um, fins where the, the you would expect ears to be. And this floating spectral head is there, just. As you're scrambling away in panic, trying to grab your weapons, and you just hear the head go, (laughs) No, please, don't worry. I'm not here to hurt you. Where's Kidam? What did you do? Who's Kidam? My companion. They were just here. Hmm. Appears they're not here. I don't know where they are. I uh, don't normally make my way up here, 
but I couldn't help notice the flow of spirits into you. So, I wanted to see what all the ruckus was about. What's your name? What's yours? Miram. Lovelace. Pleasure. Spirits. You saw the... Those pulses, that light. What? What is happening to me? I have no idea. I just happened to notice I was down, making my way through the caverns, and I saw them all moving, moving to a spot in space. So I followed, and here I am with someone to talk to. Tell me. And it kind of gets even closer to you. Do you have any news from the outside? Where are you from? I want to tap its nose with the spear. Um. <laughs> Just be like, or like maybe one of the whiskers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like are straying too close. Like, can I even interact with this? Uh, you can. You go to tap it, and there is a slight give. You feel a slight resistance as you are pushing in on mm-hmm. the like the bottom of the jaw, um, and the voice goes, <laughs> "Please, please stop! No, please stop it! Can you please stop doing that?" Okay. Thank you. I don't know what you mean. I don't know what's happening to me. I just want to know any news you might have from the outside, please. I don't get to speak with many. Um, it was sunny today. Uh, that's there's some fog in the morning. No, coming no off the please. Ocean. This is this is small talk. Anything exciting? Where are you from? What have you experienced? What have you seen? Are there any wars? Are there any loves in your life? Are there anything I would love to know? Please. If I tell you things, well, can you tell me anything? I'm happy to tell you what I know. I could tell you what I know now if you like. What would you like to know? What are those lights? What is this network that I keep seeing? Who are these other people? Hmm. I'm not sure who they are, but the spirits seem to be drawn to you. I think they are those who have not quite left this world, or maybe even those who are still trapped here like me. Those of us still Unfortunately, my connection is limited. Well, fair enough. Um, stories of the outside. Well, I heard that some adventurers went into the mines of Philander. Philander. (laughs) What a silly name. Are you 
you sure it wasn't Vandalfer? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Ah, yes, up north. Near yeah, Mount they... Hope now. We're... It was a while ago. How long? What did they do? They fought some creatures. They learned that real treasure was friendship all along. Um, Kadam, we'll say you've been on your walk for a while at this point. Unless you wanted to do something on your walk, specifically. Uh, I do, but... I'm perfectly happy wrapping up Lovelace's predicament first. I, I was Actually, just, you know what? I thought it would be a, a, a good moment for maybe you uh, returning from your walk. But what was your idea, Lovelace? I'm going to tell this creature how crappy this place is. <laughs> Actually, hold up. Let me tell you. All right. Yeah. And so you want to just tell Miram your story about of being here keep. and about yeah. candle keep. yeah um miram gets a little uncomfortably close with their massive head floating there before you the ethereal wisps coming off of this dragon head as it curiously cocks and looks towards you and focuses and is just taking in every detail not interrupting just letting you speak and tell your story um, and at the end of it, Miram says, Oh, thank you so much. Now, if I may tell you a story, for I do so miss talking with others. I would agree there are quite some things wrong with this place. It is why I am here, after all. I was bound to this place in life thousands of years ago and when my body died the enchantment placed upon me would not let me leave and so I've been here ever since at least I have the books and the occasional avowed or seeker who makes their way down into the vault but thank you so much for sharing hey, is there anything I could do I don't really like how they keep trapping folks here I can't I probably can't make it all the way into the vaults but do you want out somehow I already oh. smuggled out one person in a backpack if it's um. that kind of situation <laughs> I wish it was so easy. Unfortunately, the avowed have tried many times to release my spirit. But the one who trapped me here, his magic was too strong. And none can break the enchantment. And so I spend my days here. But Lovelace... There is something different about you. As... A little bit too close. Hello. Oh, right. Boundaries. <laughs> Just... Slowly drifts back. It's been 
a very long time. Anyways, it was wonderful to meet you. Yeah, Miram. I'm gonna go look for Kidaham, but... Of course. Not gonna catch you later, because I'm not coming back here, but... I will... Go back then. But thank you. Have a wonderful rest of your life. And stay here in Candlekeep. And the head just dives down into the floor and... <sighs> disappears. That was not helpful. <laughs> kind of cool. Kadam, what are you doing as you're out on your walk? Um, I think I slide on shoes and like probably my my cloak. Um, Lovelace is still asleep at this point. <laughs> excellent. Uh, I want to go out into the court of air. I will not stop the the avowed who is outside the door if they try and follow me. Yeah, I mean. Um, I look up into the sky. Is is there a moon tonight? Oh boy. Uh, I don't have my I don't have the the, the lunar cycle on my calendar. Um, <laughs> Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, yeah. Uh, looking up. Yeah. You know what? It's a full moon. Oh, maybe I'll add that to my calendar. <laughs> yeah, the full moon. Looking up into the, the sky above. What do you want from me? I don't understand, and... Who exactly are you? I have vague ideas, but... Why you? Why me? Why now? Why not 30 years ago? I'm perfectly happy with the way things are right now. Why do you have to come and mess with things? Do you want me to talk to Imsh or something? Is he in trouble? Or is this just... I would love some words. You know, there have been absolutely no words exchanged while I've been talking to you, but you haven't talked back. I don't speak symbols very well. I'll probably make a couple circuits and then go back inside. Okay. Yeah, you walk around the court of air even this late or early in the morning there is still a chant ever present and the stars above the nice moonlight illuminating everything this i don't know maybe you think it's beautiful maybe not but 
nevertheless impressive display of architecture before you. But there is no response, no signs, unless you want to do something else. No. Um, Nathan, I did not have the second level spell slot to cast Calm Emotions, because we haven't actually leveled up yet. You do now. And you didn't actually cast it, don't worry. You didn't have to use it. But yes. Okay. You... I realized that halfway through Lovelace's thing. Yeah. It, so it, maybe you even... I think that's actually great, actually. So what happens is as you're getting ready to go back inside, you suddenly recall the dream and the thing that you did in the dream. And it felt so normal and natural and just like you knew exactly what to do. And it dawns on you, what the hell was that? What did I do? Like, how did that even work? Um, so it's, it's, I don't know, it's this realization that as you think about it, it makes sense. You feel like you could do that right now if you wanted to. You could influence a crowd in front of you because it's like up to 20 people, I think. It's some very large amount. Each humanoid within a 20-foot radius 20 foot sphere. 20-foot radius. So you feel this, this certainty in your core that you could affect a crowd of people to just calm down become indifferent to some hostile force before them. And you know you could do it. You don't know how or why, but you know you could do it. I sure hope you know what you're doing. Because I sure as hell do not. I'll head back inside. Okay. Uh, you head back inside, and as you're walking down the hall, Lovelace comes out of the door and being like, Kadam? Yeah. How are you doing? What? Um, it's, it's been a couple of dreams. Are you alright? I had a couple of dreams. And then a spirit dragon. A spirit dragon? Yeah. After the dreams? Yeah. Yeah. It's... This place is weird got lots of trapped folks. Uh, yeah. I don't know. The dreams didn't make any sense. But yours did. You've always been a little bit better at, uh, interpreting those vague symbols and unclear well, messages. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just processing my back brain or something. Or maybe this place is just haunted. Well, I it's would haunted. be astonished if it weren't. Yeah. At least we got what we came here for. Sort of. Let's head back to bed. Yeah. All right. You head to bed and drift off and finish up the remainder of the night without issue as you find yourselves falling asleep 
and you come to the next morning, leveled up, rested, all your spell slots back, oh, all your hit points. I feel like it could rage at least 150% more now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like I could take a few more uh, beatings than I could before. <laughs> um, and we are at just about nine here, but I think to kind of wrap up tonight so that we can start off like going next session on the road since we were supposed to leave today <laughs> but you know we were having fun um you get you know you have your breakfast you say your goodbyes to probably little one and samantha uh and got weed and got weed as got weed is um there with little one uh looking happy and purring in in the crook of his his shoulder um, be so good here Little one's going to take such good care of you. Just kind of pushes up into your hand and is just kind of crawling around on the back of little one's massive shoulders uh, as he just is going, <laughs> oh, okay, okay, oh, okay. And it has to take, it's too much. Oh, it's okay. Um, and yeah, you say goodbye to everyone. Meet up with Valor. And you can see Valor waiting for you out front um, with plate armor on and uh, a helmet at her side, a great big sword uh, sheathed. Um, You're going to travel like that? That looks heavy. No, it's fine. I prefer it this way. I got my pack back here. And besides, things happen out on the trail, so uh, I prefer it to be this way. You ready? Both of you? We are. Excellent. Well, let's uh, go get my horse and then we'll be on our way. Um, And she heads over to the stables um, and entering into these large stables as she goes to retrieve her horse with one of the avowed guiding her uh, to where her horse is stored. You can see these are massive stables and there are some pins that are larger than others and in fact in one of them as you're you're waiting there at the entrance's great big barn you watch as a massive eagle head kind of pokes out for a second and and uh you can see what looks to probably be some sort of four-legged eagle-like creature with almost a horse-like body and big feathery wings i want to pet it Okay. Uh, go ahead and make an animal handling check. I would love to, Nathan. That's a twelve. Okay, hold on. Uh, why did why did I not even? I should have just known this was gonna happen, and I. Just, I want to pet it. I know. Hold on. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you can see it has this eagle head, and as you approach Lovelace, it has big eagle talons where you would expect hooves to be and then as it goes back you can see a horse uh behind at the back as it oh hey we got one of you up in baller's gate um and you rolled a 12 yeah the one up there is super tame (laughs) you reach forward to uh pet this creature and it and it's going to lash out to nip at your hand. Oh, that's fair. Um, let's see. I don't have. Oh, God. 
You didn't have the hippogriff stat block just. Good thing I rolled a two. Yeah, I didn't. It, it, good thing I rolled a two. Um, so it only got a seven as you pull your hand away and it snaps in the air. Um, and just. That's ah. fair. That's fair. Uh, yes. So it just kind of stares down at you, uh, not ready to be pet. Um. Lovelace. Yep. You need to bow first. Ah. Okay. I bow, I bow to the hippogriff. Okay. Um, it seems to just regard you. <laughs> uh, and you hear hooves approaching and uh, hear Valor. <laughs> I don't... That, that, that one's asshole. Trust me. Don't, don't even bother. <sighs> are, are you just going to keep kneeling there? No, I'm done. Right. Done here. Well, <laughs> let's uh, let us get out of here. Okay, Kidama. Let's um. I guess you could just like yeah. Uh, do do uh hands on my waist. I guess wrap, like wrap a... on your shoulder. <laughs> Valor's just looking at you. <laughs> I've done this a lot. It's clearly, yeah, yeah, clearly, yeah, around the waist, around the waist, whatever you're comfortable. Oh, with. Oh, all right, I will, I will like <laughs> use my hands to like boost myself up. Okay, swing a leg over. Yep, can I get down? Can I scoop you up? Yep, and then it's 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 like because you're a punch a little bit to get around. Yeah. You're a smaller centaur, so it is kind of like someone riding what, like a like a, a donkey or a pony, a like donkey. yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. a little a little it looks a little disproportionate, like yeah, but you can do it. Um and as Valor mounts up on her horse and you ride out towards the main gates, Velma is just waiting there with a big smile and gestures towards the now wide open gate. For you to leave. Don't even break stride. And you just and ride out as Valor and the horse starts to kick off out onto the lion's way. Or the way of the lion. That's a pace. That okay, we we're doing that. And you start keeping pace. And yeah, Kadam, I guess if you've never rode a horse. This is kind of the first time yes! you're like sitting there and you feel that sudden rush of wind on you um, going at a speed that maybe you haven't actually traveled that before. So I don't know, but we will pick up next time as our players begin the travel to Baldur's Gate as we all head to the somewhat small world map. <laughs> Um, and yeah, it, it'll take about five days to get there. Um, we're not going to do it super hardcore. We're not going to keep track of rations or anything because you're on like a main thoroughfare, not traveling in the wilderness. Um, but for those of you watching, I will be uh, yeah, bumpiest tandem motorcycle ride. Yes, um, I will be rolling for random encounters. And there are some encounters on there that, as I told our players here, that you probably just want to try to run or hide if I happen to get one of them. So it's not entirely safe to get to Baldur's Gate. We'll see what happens. Uh, no. <laughs> the road is a mimic. 
my god. That's oh awesome. Oh. Yes, the road suddenly opens up into a giant mouth. <laughs> cobblestones. Yeah. Every one of them. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us tonight. We will wrap up our session here. Um, and yeah, the adventure will continue. Uh, thank you. I want to fight things. I think there's a good chance you will. I'm sorry you good. didn't get to fight the spectral dragon head. No, that's good. <laughs> they weren't. Nice. Uh, they weren't particularly aggressive. So yeah. <laughs> also, it would have been really bad if you had actually decided to fight that spectral dragon. So. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thank you, everyone. Thanks for playing, for watching. Yeah. (laughs) Good night. Contributing to the playing. Yes. Yeah. Good night. Good night.